everybody. What a doozy of an episode this is. Oh, man. I'll tell you right now, Beth, I'm going to give it a 10. Oh! I'll tell you right, right spanking now, okay? I love this episode. What good news. Yeah, this episode had a lot of just huge... I just thought there were so many shining moments. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of everybody, mm-hmm. especially considering season four was really just not that good. <laughs> I meant to look up who wrote this episode because I was impressado. Yeah, it was great. There's, um, like, the the buildup is all great, and there are some new reveals in this episode that were all great, and there are a lot of really funny moments as well. And I think that um, a lot of the times, not a lot of the times, but something that I've noticed with Buffy is that episodes that are, um, okay, so you know there's episodes that are really heavy on the plot and, like, they really drive the plot forward, and mm-hmm. then there's episodes that don't really do much for the plot, but it's, like, character-based. Mm-hmm. This was, like, a really solid mix of both, and I thought that we spent a perfect amount of time between, like, you know, the main plot of Buffy trying to figure out what's wrong with her mom, and then the subplots, which was, like, Giles at the magic shop, and, uh, the stuff with the sphere, and, like, Anya, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just thought that it was, like, super well-balanced, and, um, the jokes, the jokes were really just on par, and they just had, like, a... They just had a great tone and everything, and I just really loved it. So here you are, everybody. It's the first 10 of the season. Uh, I actually saw that you tweeted your rankings of your favorite Buffy seasons, and I saw that season five was your number one. It is. It is my favorite Which I guess I didn't realize. It's my, yes, it is my all-time favorite season because I just, I love the villain who we met today. Yeah, okay, I wrote in my notes, I was like, oh, it's a lady. Am I supposed to recognize her? I really hope not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, yeah. she's the best. Um, I saw her at Dragon Con, but that's, I'm really? pretty sure that's pretty common, because I feel like she makes the rounds on the con circuit. Um, yeah, those, uh, those, those like, um, fandom favorites yeah. who never did anything else with their career. Darla, <laughs> yeah, it was like, Darla... Cordelia and this person, okay, were on a panel, um, and that w- it was nice because they all like they all hang out like all the time. Yeah, it's a nice setup. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, no, we meet my favorite Buffy villain in this episode. Man, she is spectacular, isn't she? Claire Kramer is. It's a crime that she has gotten no no bigger work than this. Yeah, she is so solid, and I think she has, um, her, okay, the dialogue for this character is, uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of like Buffy's, where, um, you know, you just have to be able to deliver these one-liners in a way that are funny and not super cheesy. I think, I think SMG kind of plays it up a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, because she does really, um, I don't know, I think she kind of embraces the campier portions of the show, where they do have those, like, comic book zingers. Mm-hmm. But, um, but at the same time, it's not annoying. And it's just something about her, or her face, or her delivery, or something that makes it not, uh, I don't know, not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, Claire Kramer, you said her name was? Yes. I think she does an excellent job, and she, God, she's so badass, and she's fighting in heels. Yeah, I know. Is. She's got the, like, tiny little early 2000s heels, like the skinny, yeah, she skinny does. ones that... Uh-huh. That snap. Yeah. Yeah, she breaks a heel in this episode. Um, you know? 
Mm-hmm. You made your bed, right? <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, she was super solid. I can't wait to see more of her. And she has, like, this weird... We, we even see, like, this moment of humanity with her in this episode, too, where she's, like, crying and she, like, goes a little bit crazy for a second. Mm-hmm. And then she shoves her hands into somebody's ears and skull and then light bursts out of them and then she's normal again i guess uh (laughs) something about a birthing process which is always intriguing but (laughs) um yeah i thought she was super solid so i just i mean i guess we can do the plot breakdown real quick sure um Okay, so Buffy, it opens on Buffy, and she's finding a vampire outside of this abandoned warehouse. And this, uh, she's, okay, the dialogue in this opening scene was solid, too. Um, Mm -hmm. or actually, you know what? I'm incorrect. We start with a bunch of monks running down a hallway. That's where we (laughs) open on this. Uh, and they are, they're, like, doing this ritual to try and hide a key from somebody who is banging on their very Mm -hmm. giant door. And um, and then the ritual is, like, successful, and this beam of light, like, shoots up from where the monks are sitting, and that's all you see of it, and then the door mm-hmm. gets kicked down, um, and then it cuts to Buffy, where she's outside this warehouse. And uh, she's just got this, like, hilarious dialogue going. He's, uh, the vampire's like, I've always wanted to kill the Slayer. And Buffy's <laughs> like, and I've always wanted piano lessons. That must be why we both have this unexpressed rage. And there's just, like, there's, there's like, a lot of just cute moments. I thought it started off really strong. And, um, she dusts him, and then, uh, a security guard walks up, and he tells her that she missed the rave, and that the rave was last night, and I was like, was this guy invited? Because if so, sign me up. Like, I want to go where this guy is. Um, but yeah, so he, like, he tells her, like, you gotta get out of here, miss, sorry. And, uh, she's like, okay, and he says, oh, you dropped this, and he gives her this, like, glowing orb that we have no, we still don't know where it came from. Yeah. Do we see the Dagon Sphere again? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Because I was like, where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? (laughs) The Dagon Sphere. I was waiting for you. (laughs) I was waiting for you to get it. So, um, or to pick it up. I knew you would get it. But, uh, yeah, so she leaves. She takes the glowing sphere and is like, ah, yes, this is totally mine. And she goes home, and uh, the next morning she's cooking breakfast for her mom, because her mom is still sick, which is unfortunate. And we, at this point, we all know that it's Dawn that's fucking her up, and but we think Dawn is evil at this point. And I gotta tell you, I was thrown for a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll get to the specific moment when I was like, <gasps> but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Um, Beth, okay. I texted Beth last night because they took Animaniacs off Netflix. Yep. Okay, but that noise that I just made was the noise that I made whenever (laughs) I found out that they took Animaniacs off Netflix. It was this very, like, multi-tiered gasp. It's like a... (gasps) Like that. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. Netflix sucks now. Netflix is uh, not great. Everything that's going off of uh, Netflix is showing up on Hulu, though. And it's like... um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've made the switch, personally. Yeah, I don't ever use... <laughs> More or less. The only thing I use Netflix for is Voltron now. With Voltron. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my iTunes is playing songs to me. What songs are it, what songs are it playing? <laughs> it's playing any song it can get its hands on, and I don't know why... It's playing me music. Oh, it's doing it again. 
<laughs> what is happening? Oh my god. I think it might be my headphones. You know how your headphones have that button that says like play on it? Uh-huh. I think mine are shorting out. But anyway, I'm just going to close it and hope that doesn't happen again, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Joyce is still sick. <laughs> uh, and we know that it's something to do with Dawn that's, like, causing this. But uh, I'm, so, I'm so distracted by my iTunes right now. It keeps popping up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, Dawn is just, like, fucking things up like she always does. And so it's, like, not only... At this point, I was, like, not only is she evil, but she's annoying... Like, what, why is this happening to us? Um, but she, uh, is not evil, I guess would be the way to put it. Um, oh, and then the magic shop is opening as well this episode. Mm -hmm. And, oh my God, when Buffy walks in and Giles is wearing- staring at him. His outfit and he's- (laughs) Uh, I think I'm going to be that version of Giles for Halloween next year. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's just this really funny moment that I've actually seen it around. I've seen screen caps of it, you know, before we ever started watching the show or doing this podcast. Um, And I'd always been like, haha, it's a big hat. But but yeah, it was totally different seeing it. So it's just that it's... You know what I I associate that with? It's so weird, but... That our friend Caitlin, not your friend Caitlin from school, but my like our friend Caitlin from the internet. Yes, that version of Giles used to be her icon on Tumblr. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I do remember that for like years. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I had forgot about that, but now that you mention it, Um, (laughs) okay. So the yeah, the magic shop is open. Buffy shows up. The whole gang is there really, and they're just kind of trying to support Giles. And at the beginning of the episode, he has no customers, and he's really sad about it. And he's like, nobody wants to come to my magic shop. But by the end. Don't worry, he's doing great. <laughs> Too he's many thriving. people want to come Too to Too many magic. people want to come to the magic shop. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, and Willow is, like, really soft on Dawn. That's kind of revealed this episode where, um, cause Dawn is spazzy and annoying, mm-hmm. and I guess Willow was spazzy and annoying when she was younger, mm-hmm. uh, which I can see. Yeah. Um. She's very smart. Yeah. It comes with the and territory. Th- <laughs> and uh and Buffy also like wishes she was an only child verbally mm-hmm. and um and that's kind of I don't know I mean like as a listener I was like you are a bitch damn <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so let's see so I think that Joyce is messed up because she knows she knows that she only has one daughter but she has two Right. Like, does that make sense? It's like, so I think it's it's like um, it's like a programming error. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page. And I mean, is that actually what's wrong with her? It's I'm like not that's why. Tell her- you? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fine. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah. So Joyce is still sick, and so Buffy goes to the hospital pharmacy to like pick up her prescription, I guess, which still isn't even doing anything. And Joyce has said it's not doing anything, mm-hmm. but they're still taking it, I guess. Um, but she goes there and she meets Ben again, who is the uh, Ben again. Um, ben again. Benigan's is an excellent restaurant, and they have an awesome broccoli and cheese soup. Uh, <laughs> Have you been to a Bennigan's? I've never been to a Bennigan's. Oh, maybe it's a South Texas thing. They don't have them in North Texas well, how either. How do you maybe spell it? Bennigan's? There it is. Uh, Bennigan's. Believe- yeah, you found Where it. Where are it's got, like, you? 
Where are you, Bennigans? Where are you, Ben? Your broccoli and cheese soup Why escapes can't me. I find you. It was started in Atlanta, but its headquarters okay. are in Dallas. Yeah. What? Yeah. I live in Dallas. Never once have I seen a Bennigans. <laughs> I'm furious. <laughs> uh, well, oh, shoot, my mic fell. Where is it? It's not telling me where it is. Okay, Bennigan's near me. I'm going to search it out on my thing. <laughs> this is so important. No, we can do this later. We can do it later. But you know what? I'll I'll meet you in Atlanta. You can drive there and I'll fly there and we'll go to uh, the original Bennigan's. We'll go to How's a Bennigan's? Yeah. Yeah, together. There's okay, one in cool. Alabama. Can't wait. Hold on. Oh, There's cool. one in okay. Alabama. It's I in Huntsville original... and it's closed. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I want to go to the original one anyway. I want to go to the OG Bennigan's. You want to make the pilgrimage? Yes, I do. I want to. I want to travel to Mecca. But <laughs> okay. Um, oh, the crazy security guard is there. Yeah, that's why she. He's that's in the hospital. She was even talking to Ben. Yeah. So he's being really crazy, and he's like, "They're gonna come through your family," and he's being just bonkers. And um, Buffy's super weirded out by it, right? Because she knows to, like, take these things seriously, you know? Um, when somebody starts shouting random prophecies at yeah. you, uh, when you are the Slayer, you're like, I gotta take I gotta take notes. Um, but Ben is... A, is Ben the new love interest? I mean, I... Eh. Is he supposed to be? Eh. Oh, yeah. Also, let's talk... Riley... <sighs> Riley blows it this episode. Riley yeah. was doing fine last episode. I was on Team Riley. But this episode, it's like he's feeling all emasculated, I guess. And all the women around him are doing things to try to make him feel masculine. Masculine. <laughs> and that's annoying to me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, fuck you. You're wasting everybody's time. Um but, yeah, so he's, like, like Buffy called him kitteny, and he, like, got upset by that, and it's, like, she's meant because you were sick and, like, needed her help for a while, mm-hmm. but, yeah, and so she's, like, coming up with things for him to do so that he feels important, and it's, like, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but may, not the one you had, because that one was wrong, but a different one. Um, but, yeah, wait, where were, that was ahead of the episode. Oh, yeah, ben. the monk. Ben again. He's, yeah. Well, we already finished that. The security guard's there, and he's being crazy. And then Buffy's like, I have to go check on my mom. So then she leaves, and uh, we're back to the monk. The monk is uh, inside that warehouse that the um, security guard went crazy from, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, he is looking for the key, and he, what, I guess, like, he knows where it is? I guess. I mean, I think he is, because when he sees Buffy, he knows that she's the Slayer, and he knows that she's the one protecting the key. Oh, 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 you mean, like, Dawn. Sorry, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a second, I, like, for a second, I was boo-boo the fool, and I was thinking about the dragon spear. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? No, no, no. Yeah, well, I mean, you think it's the dragon spear at this point, right, so. Right, right. Yeah, he's, like, he's in that warehouse, and so, that bitch is banging at the door again, <laughs> and he's, like, he's got this map in front of him. And he's, like, circling some shit on there. And so you think, like, oh, he's looking for the Dagon Sphere. Um, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> and 
Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, so she kicks the door in. The the bad girl. The bad lady. And, uh, she looks fabulous. She's wearing this, like, sweet red getup. And uh, that's how you know she's evil. Yeah. And, um, in case the kicking the door down didn't sell it for you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's great. She makes a big, bold interest. And she's like, why do you keep making me do this? Or something like that. And, uh, she actually starts torturing this monk, who I feel pretty bad for. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, and then Giles, he's still at the magic box. He's loving it. Um, Buffy realizes that su- something supernatural is what's hurting her mom, and she realizes that the, uh, yeah, the pills are placebos. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, because the guy, he was also like, those pills aren't doing anything. He sees the medicine in her hand, mm-hmm. and he's like, they're coming for your family. Those pills mean nothing. And he's, like, telling her that the medicine doesn't work, mm-hmm. uh, which is helpful of him, I would say. Oh. He didn't have to tell her. He did it out of the goodness of, her, of his heart. I I was wondering early in the episode if they were speaking a real language, and they are. They're speaking Czech. Oh, the, what, the bad lady and the monk? The monks are speaking Czech, yes. And, and um, yes, her and the monk are speaking Very Czech. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Czechoslovakia <laughs> yourself before you wreck a Slovakia yourself. That's what I would say to that bad lady. Can I know her name? Or is that a reveal? I you mean, don't. You don't have to tell me. I was just wondering if it was inconsequential. Well, yeah, they or not. just. They don't. Yeah. Okay. Her name's Glory. Okay. Um. I just felt weird saying bad yeah, lady. Yeah, I know. Over the, and I kept wanting to say Glory. Yeah, and it was like it's kind of reductive too. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because she's so much I don't more know. than a bad lady. I feel lady. like it has a connotation. Yeah, of course. She's um, Glory. She's glory. <laughs> glory. Uh, what song is that from? I don't know. Just the word glory? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, glory, glory. <laughs> Never mind. I'll okay. do it later. All right. Um, <laughs> we don't have to do this right now on our uh, auditory medium. But, um, yeah, so Anya is really funny in this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. So the scene that we were just talking about is the one where she shoves her hand into the guy's, the guy's soul. Uh, not his soul. His skull, his, I guess. His head thing. Yeah, his head thing. Um, and then uh, Buffy realizes that she's... Okay, yeah, so she's going to put herself into a trance to see what's affecting her mom, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, just to, like, put her... It's kind of like a... It reminded me of, like, um, Detect Magic in D&D. Yeah, yeah. When you can... Whatever, whatever is giving off, um, you know, supernatural energy mm-hmm. uh, you can kind of see like what it is You'll see and the so aura. Buffy right so Buffy decides that she's going to do that thanks to Anya by the way yeah um Anya's really thriving in this uh in this situation which is nice because I, I mean up until this point she's kind of just been Xander's girlfriend and kind of like a comic relief mm-hmm. um but yeah I really like the direction they're going with her I think she's so sweet and um, and her and Xander mean more to me now than they did before. I think it's because of the the episode when Xander, like the two halves of Xander, got yeah, separated. Yeah, it kind of it, it makes it like more obvious, like how much they care about each other. Because oh my yeah. gosh, you know what we didn't talk about? We Tell me. D- we didn't talk about the scene where Xander is like, no, no, he can't have her. I need her. About oh Anya. yeah. Which is, like, yeah. more than we've ever heard Xander, like, effuse about any Anybody. person he's ever yeah. dated. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think All he does, because Anya, Anya calls it like she sees it, and Xander is constantly joking. Yeah. You know, and so they kind of, they kind of foil each other out, and I think, I mean, I know people who constantly joke and, like, have, you know, they lack sincerity. Um, like, even though it's there, they don't express it. And, yeah, like, that, that grounding presence can be nice, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, yeah, and I also, there was this one moment where, uh, oh, yeah, Anya is checking somebody out at the magic shop, and she hands them what they just bought, and she says, please go. (laughs) And, uh, and the lady's leaving, and then Xander's like, hey, um, the American Union of Shopkeepers just called, and they said that please go has actually been replaced with have a nice day. (laughs) And, like, just the way that he kind of talks to her with, like, these little white lies that, um, I mean, like, A, she knows that he's joking, Mm -hmm. right? Um, but because she doesn't really have much of a sense of humor, she just kind of cuts to the point of the joke, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like the way they communicate is really interesting. So he, like, says it as a joke, and she clarifies the point that he's trying to make with the joke. So she, like, she says in response, she's like, but I already have their money, so why do I care what kind of day they have? And he's like, it's just a tradition, all right? And she's like, okay, and then she turns and she yells after them and is like, hey, you, have a nice day. <laughs> and um, and he's like, "At a girl, and I thought that was, uh, thought that was sweet. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm just more, I did not like them before, but now I, like, understand them better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it just hadn't crossed my mind before that episode, the episode where Xander split. Um but anyway, she actually gets a job at the magic shop this episode, and which I thought was sweet. And there were a couple of things leading up to it. Like, she walks in and she's like, your summoning powder is overpriced. And she's, mm-hmm. like, telling him, oh, yeah, she's telling him, she's like, you're out of crystal balls. Those are really popular with the amateurs, so you should probably charge more for them because you can trick them, you know? Yeah. And so she's, like, she's just super helpful. Um then Buffy, oh yeah, Buffy performs that ritual and she can like see what's happening. So she goes down and she finds her mom and uh, everything's kind of like desaturated and slow motion. And um, and so she finds her mom and there's nothing around her mom. She was expecting to see like a cloud of mist or, um, you know, something on her head that would like symbolize what was happening to her. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with her mom by looking at her. And so she starts looking around the house and the image of Dawn in all of their family photos, Dawn is flashing in and out of mm-hmm. um, of the photo. Like she's been photoshopped in and like somebody's like adjusting the opacity on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Buffy's, like, something's up with Dawn, and, um, and I think this was kind of, like, like, Buffy's kind of been looking for an excuse up until now, because Dawn's just been so frustrating, and, like, Dawn blows her cover with Riley sometimes, and Dawn breaks stuff at the magic shop, and, like, Dawn always interrupts stuff. Like, Dawn even interrupts the ritual that Buffy's trying to perform to, like, help their <laughs> yeah. mom. So, I think Buffy, as soon as she sees that something's up with Dawn, I think Buffy kind of jumps to uh, the worst conclusions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, she runs up to Dawn's place and she, Dawn's room, and uh, she bursts in. And um, Dawn's room, like, the decorations on it are 
flashing in and out of existence, I guess. And uh, it's switching between, like, a storage room, which is what the room actually was Mm -hmm. in Buffy's mom's house, and all this, like, you know, these bedroom decorations. And uh, she's she's really rough on Dawn, and she's like, you're not my sister. And she throws Dawn up against the wall and stuff like that, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of intense, but at that point, you think Dawn's evil, so you're like, yeah, get her. Yeah, get her. And, yeah, and... um, Just like that. (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah so buffy is like she's gonna go figure out what's actually going on so she goes back to the place where she found the orb oh and on her way out guess who's waiting outside her house it's my man it's my main man spike and and it's it's (laughs) what tell me it's it's the scene it's the scene Uh, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time, because I was laughing at this scene. I laughed at gifts of this scene before I even, like, knew anything about Buffy. Uh, specifically just because of Out for a Walk, bitch. That's solid. That's so solid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, uh, you should look up who wrote this episode. Cause it's we Doug, them- I've been, yeah, it's Doug okay, Petrie. Good. Doug Petrie. Shout out to Doug. Doug Mr. Petrie, Petrie also You wrote- have delivered us. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about doug petrie today doug petrie also um wrote uh my favorite episode of the entire show which is coming up in three episodes yeah mr petrie our lord and savior mm-hmm. wow let's write a fan mail let's um, do it. oh yeah and he spike oh my god so he's talking to her and he's like nobody even likes you and your hair is stupid <laughs> and she's like i don't have time for this william and he's like, I'm just passing through. Fun. So she, like, lets him leave, and she looks down, and there's a bunch of cigarettes by the tree where mm-hmm. he was hanging out, which means he's been there for a while. Yep. And just waiting for her to come out and punch him in the face, I guess. Hey, listen, I've had a crush that bad before. <laughs> you ever had a crush so bad on somebody that you're like, punch me. Like, hurt, do something to me. Like, I don't care what it is. Just... <laughs> look at me like make contact with me um so i get that we all want to be have you ever have you ever liked someone so much that you stand behind their tree and smoke an entire pack of cigarettes oh man more times than i can count i I, I know i have (laughs) yeah who hasn't been there um but yeah so that is uh they're paying their dues and they're getting there (laughs) and i'm intrigued and I'm enthralled. Well, I like so. that Spike's just kind of like, okay, I had a dream where I was in love with Buffy, so I guess I'm in love with Buffy. Hey, man, when you've been alive for as long as he has, you know, you know you're like... You know yourself. Yeah, and he's just like, this again, you know? Maybe Spike has a history of, like, having dreams about the girls that he likes. Mm-hmm. You know? We don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's coming, and I am I'm thrilled. I can't wait. Uh, is this one of the... First, like, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm surely not, but I'm thinking about, like, the trope of, like, enemies to lovers type of thing. Do you know if this was one of the first big ones where, like, they hated each other and then they loved I'm, each other? You know what? You know what? You know what could tell me that? TV tropes. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you research that real quick and I'll keep going to, uh, I'll keep going through the plot. So, uh, okay, so Buffy, she says bye to Spike. She continues her journey to oh, the warehouse. Oh, girl, no. The Tell first, me. Uh, sorry, I can't believe I didn't, I can't believe I didn't. This isn't, this isn't probably the first one, but. Um, no, yeah. 
Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. That is an enemies to lovers trope that can never be defeated. Yeah. Uh, Beth loves Pride and Prejudice. I especially love Pride and Prejudice, the 2005 adaptation. We watched it. So I've only met Beth in person two times in my life. Both times, like, we were friends for three and a half years, and then we met for the first time, and then we were friends for another three and a half years, and then I went and visited her in New York. (laughs) And in the few days that I was there, Beth was like, we have to watch the the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. So we did. It was awesome. I know. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's a good film. It's a good flick. Um, so, uh, Buffy, she finds the, the door busted in at the warehouse, and, um, she, like, goes, she's helping out the monk, and she gets attacked by Glory, who is strong, and, uh, like, much stronger than Buffy. And, um, yeah, Buffy really, I gasped aloud, the same, uh, Animaniacs noise that I made, uh, earlier, that's what I did, when she, like, picks, dude, she just throws Buffy up against the wall, it's not pretty, um... And uh, Buffy is just basically, like, getting her ass kicked. And then she frees the, the monk and um, who's tied up in a chair. And he's all, he's all beat up. Mm-hmm. And she grabs him and she jumps out of a window with him. Uh, and she, just, like, she doesn't have any other option. And so she hits the ground. And she, she kind of breaks his fall, I guess. Uh, and then she's, like, trying to drag him and get him to safety but he's like out of he's telling her he's like i'm done i'm done i'm dying like set me <laughs> down i'm done and uh, can you imagine being so close to death that you've just given up you're like i'm done put me down let me die in peace <laughs> like i just want to die sitting still is that too right. much to ask uh but she sits him down and uh she's talking to him and she's like he's talking about the key and she goes yeah the dagon sphere and he's like what no idiot <laughs> like <laughs> stupid you're big dummy and, I know. She he's like, How are you not getting this? Um, so he tell he's telling her, You have to protect the key and she's like, Yeah, I know, we've got it and she's there there's a miscommunication going on. And uh he tells her that her sister is the key and he says the key is energy and we we consolidated it and gave it a human form and we put it in your house because we knew the slayer would protect it. And she's like, but my memories, my mom's memories. And the, the monk is basically like, you're on your own, like, Audi. <laughs> and um, he's like, sorry, you have to deal with this. I and I mean, I'm here. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I still don't really understand what Dawn is even a key to, which, um, I mean, I guess is the point right now. He says she's a portal to something, and uh, the glory is looking oh, for cute. her. What? Sorry, I'm reading tropes, and you know what they call the uh, nightmare where you like sit up straight in bed. What's that? That never happens in real life, you know. Yeah, it's called a catapult nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's what Spike does. He does that at the beginning of this episode during the recap. Whenever he's having that yeah, dream that's about making out with Buffy. I'm reading about I'm reading about the tropes and it's like okay. one of them I'm reading I'm going through seasons and so this is season five and one of them is Love Hurts <laughs> and then Love <laughs> Epiphany. Spike has a catapult nightmare in which he realizes uh, yeah. his obsession with Buffy is something far, far worse. Yeah. Um, oh goodness, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. Um, I'm, I'm jacked in. Uh, that's a, that's a Can we throwback. go one season without mentioning 
that no, episode. Never. I'll die before that happens. Um, but okay, wait. So the moment that I was like, "What?" Okay, so Buffy, she's like kneeling down with the dying monk, and she's like, uh, "Oh, she says she's not my sister." And the monk goes, "She doesn't know that." And Buffy's like, "Well, what is she then?" And he goes, "Human." And it was just so sweet Mm -hmm. and so sad that, I mean, I felt bad, you know? And so, because I was like, fuck Dawn. Like, Dawn's annoying. She's clearly evil. I don't know when this is going to turn around, but I know it's going to. Yeah. And it didn't. Um, But, yeah, so Buffy, the dude dies. And Buffy is like, I guess I'm in charge of this 14-year-old now. (laughs) Yeah, I guess this is my thing. Yeah, and she goes home and Well, that's um, a big a big question in the show is like what does it mean to be human? And what does it mean to like be a Yeah. be a uh like have a soul? Like does Dawn right. have a soul? I don't know. Yeah, or like I mean, we've talked about that like with Angel too and um with Spike. Just about like yeah, and like um yeah, it's like can you be on the same level as an organic human when you are something that's been created, mm-hmm. you know, an abnormality. Uh, but yeah, so that the one moment where he says she's where she goes, she's not my sister, and he goes, she doesn't know that. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but Buffy goes home and she goes up to uh, she walks in and Dawn is snuggling Joyce on the couch. And uh, Dawn immediately gets up and runs out of the room and is like, I wasn't bothering her. And um, because over the course of this whole episode, Buffy's been like, don't bother mom. She's sick. Yeah. And then she was like, get away from my mother when she was like intimidating her. Yeah. Uh, Whenever she didn't know what Dawn was, but Mm -hmm. she knew she was something. Uh, Yeah. And she, (laughs) I mean, like she really roughed her up too. So Dawn like runs up to her room and Buffy follows her and. Uh, knocks on the door and they have like a heart to heart and Buffy just apologizes over and over and Dawn is like not having it and um yeah but they like come to an agreement and they have it there's another like there's more really good dialogue just in this uh this final scene Mm -hmm. where um Buffy's like I had a really bad day and Dawn's like we'll join the club and Buffy's like can I be president and Dawn goes no I'm president you can be the janitor (laughs) um yeah so there was just like a lot of really sweet moments and uh, the episode ends with like Buffy's stroking Dawn's hair and just apologizing and they've like come to this agreement um so now I mean Buffy's probably gonna tell the Scoobies Right? I would, if I was her. Um, but, yeah, so now uh, we got this whole thing to deal with. Uh, and, I mean, like I said, I gave it a 10. I'm really excited to see where this is going. I thought there was a lot of... Just, like, perfect... I mean, that scene with Spike was solid, and I really enjoyed that. And then just the whole stuff with Anya and everybody helping out at the magic shop was solid. And, uh you know, the reveal of Dawn was solid as well, and the introduction of the new villain was also solid. It was, so, uh, it was a good episode. It was a real good yeah, episode. Yeah, it is. What'd you give it? I would also give it a 10. This is, Hell yeah! This is like, it's a very, for me, it's a very exciting episode. Yeah. Because it's just yeah, like, totally. oh boy, it's all happening. Oh boy! Right, but it's also not like, um, you know, the episodes where there's a lot of fighting, you know, like where, uh, 
I don't know. I mean, like whenever they whenever they were dealing with the mayor, oh my god! And when Faith was around, they were fighting so much, mm-hmm. like physically fighting, and that was like the majority of the scenes, which I get. But um, you know, I've had my fill of that, and so now it's like the fact that uh, it's all it's more nuanced. I think. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, I just really appreciated this. I can't. I can't wait. Can't wait. The season hey, is so good. You want to know something? Tell me something. The next time that our listeners hear from us, I'm going to be a college graduate. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Y'all, I graduate next Saturday, December 16th. Can't wait. Please send your congratulations <laughs> to on Twitter to at Buffy underscore speak. Check us out there. Our personal Twitters are there. We post all of our episodes there. Um, we post dumb jokes there. We retweet stuff from Sarah Michelle Gellar there. So check us out. We and until then, Oh, we do do that. Well, Beth, Beth mostly handles that for both of us, <laughs> but I trust her. Because um, <laughs> I don't like But until him. then, listen, who does who at does? this point? It's 2017. Get with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll talk to you soon. And, uh, you know, stay frosty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I always say. I've always said that. That's <laughs> ever, not a new ever thing. Ever since the beginning. <laughs> ever since the beginning. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>